Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossman and Bill Petrie, your weekly show focused on the topsy-turvy world of promotional products, branding, advertising, and marketing. As always, Unscripted is brought to you by the good people at Promo Corner's Identity Marketing, the leading online industry magazine chock full of content and thought-provoking articles. You can visit them online at promocorner.com backslash identity dash marketing. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. Wow, we may have to actually change that intro. Uh, that is a very poor impression that I do of an FM radio DJ, and I'm not sure I can listen to that much more. Uh, I don't I know. thought it sounded uh, hey. great, Bill. <laughs> hey, thanks, Kirby. We appreciate it. Um, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Unscripted. I'm Bill Petrie with my good friend Kirby Hossaman. Kirby, I hope you're well. I am super well, man, super well. It's been... Uh been a busy summer thus far that's for sure there's not as you and i both know there's not one person who's not busy so busy is always good so i'm glad to hear that <laughs> yeah well yeah i guess um the uh it's been the, the calendar's been full of hopefully somewhat productive activities let's put it that way uh you know it's summer so i think somewhat is okay yeah absolutely absolutely so uh so you had a good uh, good holiday weekend you know, we did. It's it's uh, it's interesting going through life with a thirteen year old mid pubescent uh, <laughs> twin boys. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I they don't seem to think I'm as cool as I think I am. Uh, they also don't seem to appreciate all the uh, things that we have, and so we had some very candid discussions over the weekend and, and some maybe minor shifts in the Petrie household about how they're going to participate in our community a little more hands-on. So we'll see how that goes over the next few weeks. Yeah, I tell you, and, and you know, I have uh, uh, one that just graduated high school, two girls right. instead of two boys, and one that is going to be a sophomore. And uh, one of the things I've said is between, you know, seventh and tenth grade is when, I you know, is when that parenting I think is the most challenging, but uh, yeah, that, that's yeah, a tough time. No, no question. And you know, let me be clear: they're great kids, yeah. but they are also extraordinarily efficient in raising my blood pressure <laughs> and cratering just about every plan I have to get something done. Yeah. So they've learned some good life skills. I'd like to teach them some other ones. So we're 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 very hopeful over yeah. the next uh, few years that 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 abates a little bit. Yeah. The good news, Bill, and I think I've said this to you before, but the good news is, is I, I have one that just graduated, and I will say that that uh, they they become human again. And I'm looking uh, forward to it. Yeah, exactly. I actually, this is you'll appreciate this. I actually told my my oldest just a couple weeks ago. I'm like, you know what? There was a time that I would have given you away for cheap, <laughs> but uh, you've actually become a really a really cool young lady, and you know I like hanging out with you again. Unfortunately, now you're leaving. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's just life. And I, I, to be clear, I am sure I was not exactly a treat as a 13-year-old boy, so I'm probably reaping what I've sown. Yeah, fair, fair. All right, that's cool. So so what's on your mind this time, my man? You know, it's interesting. So I, I do that weekly um, article for Promo Kitchen called The Petri Dish, yes, where I find 
somewhere between five and seven articles that pertain to the promotional products industry, branding, marketing, whatever. And I'll pick one that is a don't waste your time reading. And I like I like that one. It's fun to be a little snarky when I write. <laughs> but I always pick one that is the must read of the week. And this week, I really, really like the article I picked. Yeah. And I don't know if you had a chance to look at it. It was about 3D printing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did, and, I did get a chance to check it out. It's really, really <laughs> interesting. Well, it's a great, yeah, it's a great article, and it's written from the perspective of a 3D printer telling other 3D printers how to market themselves by printing promotional products. <laughs> yeah. And it was fascinating read to me, and I wondered what your take was on that, if you had a chance to read it. And since you have, I do want to know what your take is on it. Yeah, actually, I saw your comment on uh, social about how you really like that article. So I was like, okay, I want to make sure that I'm, I, I've, I've read up on it. And yeah, what I found interesting about it is, A, I really like the stance he took. And the other piece I thought was interesting is he made the point of saying, look, um, he, from an outside-the-industry perspective – did a great job of painting the picture of how valuable promotional products are in the workplace. He, he did, didn't he? I mean, I don't, I'm sure he got a lot of those stats from either PPAI or ASI, but it was really good stuff. And I mean, it was a very, it was a longer article than, than I generally read. Yeah. Um, but it was fantastic because, like you said, it really laid it out. Okay, here's a great way to do things a coffee cup sleeve you can print out is a great way to promote not only your machine, but the material that, that it's made from. Yeah. And it was just a really fantastic – and then what I really loved, he went beyond a trade show use mm-hmm. uh, for it and talked about uh, – then talked about consumer products and then going beyond computers, uh, consumer products. Really interesting article. And so as we sit here and we wonder, okay, what's the next big shift in our industry? And you and I have talked about this a little bit in, in, a, in a previous Salt and Pepper article. Um, we talked about uh, what's the next, next big shift for the industry, and, and I know my stance at the time was Amazon, and it's still there. But boy, this 3D printing seems to still be bubbling under the surface, and I, I feel like if people can really get their arms around it, it could be a big game changer for our industry. If people could start pr- printing their own promotional products exactly the way they want them, yeah, well, and they need, and they only need small quantities, yeah. And it's a pretty imprint, interesting play. Yeah, the imprint looked really cool too. I mean, that was one of the things he did a nice job is he actually showed um, what an imprint might look like on one of these products, and it was it was different, as you said, game changing. And so, yeah, I actually have I read that article and then sent it on to several people within uh, my company because I was like, wow, this is this is really really interesting. Well, so yeah, it's it could exciting. Be a yeah, it's exciting and scary all in the same moment. And I've For actually sure. reached out to him. His name's John Howard. And he's a founder and CEO of, of 3D uh, Get 3D Smart, and he's a consultant. And I've actually reached out to him because I'd really like to go in depth with him um, on a, a future podcast. So we, hopefully, you and I'll have a chance to chat with him. Yeah, that was that was a good one. And you know, I'll give you a little bit of a plug too because that I I, I really enjoy the petri dish, uh, just that whole deal because I feel like it gives me a a quick look at some of the content that's, that surrounds marketing in our industry. And so if you haven't already checked that out on the Promo Kitchen website, that's a good piece of content. And uh, it's a must read, not oh, a cool. must ignore. Oh, well, thank you. Look <laughs> at us promoting ourselves. How awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, I really, if, if I thought it sucked, I wouldn't say it was awesome, but I really do like it. Well, I appreciate it. It's fun to do. I mean, yeah. it doesn't take me that long to do, and, and I learn more by doing it. Yeah. I learn more, and, and hopefully it helps uh, the, the community. So that was the first thing on my mind this morning. I don't know what's on your mind uh, today, Kerb. You know, I, I, I have a one here that um, 
I've, I've actually addressed in uh, a podcast on my own, but I wanted to get your take on it. Um, the I've seen more and more here recently on LinkedIn, um, it, and I don't know how to say it differently. I feel like people have become uh, ludicrously snobby about LinkedIn. It's funny to me. Um, snobby yes. or snooty? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> the, you know, I mean, there are so many posts and uh, different memes out there that are telling me how I should do LinkedIn and telling me how we should sign a petition that says this and that and the other thing. And it's just like, you know what? Stop telling me how to do LinkedIn. You do you. And, uh, right. it, and don't get me wrong. I think the challenge is there's a fine line, right? Because, um, you know, I, I'll connect with somebody and immediately get that sales pitch 10 seconds after you've hit connect. And I, you right. know, obviously I think that's a spam version of it, but I think that social networks tend to evolve and the folks who are early adopters don't want it to evolve at all. But I think it evolves in the way that the public consumes it. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, it does. And here's the thing, you know, it goes back to the core, core, core thing. I believe nobody likes change. I don't care who you are. If you say you love change, nobody likes change when it's forced upon you. Yeah. I love I love change that I get to drive, yeah, but, but tell me I have to change and I suddenly don't like it. And I think you speak to a bigger thing about uh, some of the social media platforms as well. First of all, 100% agree with you. Don't tell me how to do Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or Instagram or whatever, comments you or, or Snapchat. I'll do it the way I want to do it, and I'll learn the way I want. I'll read the articles I want. I'll figure it out on my own. What I have a problem with, and I'm, I'm going off a little bit on what you're, you're talking about, is I think LinkedIn stinks. <laughs> um, I, 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 you know, I, I think LinkedIn's trying to figure out who they are. It'll be interesting how it evolves, and because I think it will continue to evolve yeah. now that Microsoft owns it. And I'll be very interested to see how it integrates with business tools that we're all using and comfortable with, like Outlook and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I think right now LinkedIn is trying to be this weird professional Facebook. Mm. Yeah, and I don't get it. I mean, I, I, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I've got, of course, I've got a profile on there, which you can visit at LinkedIn backslash Bill Petrie. Um, <laughs> but, of course, you know, we all have our stuff on, on LinkedIn. We all have that there. But the interesting thing that I find, Kirby, is that the it, it, it's essentially the same feed I see in Facebook, just with a little more snobbiness to it. And, and maybe that's what you're getting to. Yeah, well, I guess it's it's interesting because some people it, it, I've seen different posts and they'll be like, "Well, don't post pictures of this. Stop posting motivational quotes. Stop post." It's like, I guess my deal is, who gets to decide, right? I mean, if if you're posting things on LinkedIn or Facebook or wherever the hell you want to post it, and it's getting engagement and people are responding to it, well, then who the hell is Bob Smith to tell me that it's the wrong thing to post? No, the creator gets to decide, right? And that's what I think, you know, and. and I, I agree with you. I don't get the people who feel like, okay, here's the only way you can do it. Mm -hmm. right. um, I, I learn very early on that social media to work for me has to be the way I want to do it. Mm -hmm. And I think you feel the same way. And I think most feel the same way. There's no right or wrong way to do it. It's what works for you, yeah. which is, you know, I mean, how many social media platforms are there out there? Probably 10, 15, 20. I mean, there's probably quite a bit more than I realize. Sure, sure. And um, there's ones I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good at, pretty engaged on. Mm -hmm. 
Facebook and Twitter and, and comments you. And there's ones that I struggle with. Snapchat, I struggle with. Yeah. I, I forget about it. Sure. Um, I, I LinkedIn, I struggle with because I, I feel like it's you know kind of the same audience um, as I get most of my content. I, I don't know. I, I struggle with all of social media figuring out. Okay, where I have. Let's say I have three ping pong balls because that's about my. Uh, my brain's capacity for dealing with social media platforms, I, I can do about three or four. Right. Beyond that, I just don't care. Right. And no, so right. which ones do I care about? And so right now it's Twitter, it's Facebook, it's CommonSkew, and then it's LinkedIn. And so I'm not on Pinterest. I don't care about Pinterest. Mm -hmm. I don't want to make a cake that looks like you know, Casper <laughs> the Friendly Ghost. I'm not going to do that. So I don't care. Right. Um, same thing with Snapchat. I like it. I dabble with it. Don't care. Periscope, not really the game changer. I think we all thought it might be a year ago right. today. So I, you know, it's all evolving, and I'll have to evolve with it. But it's up to me to decide that, not anyone to tell me that. Yeah. No, I I get it, and um, it's it's funny too because you and I tend to come down on the same thing. I, I actually kind of enjoy LinkedIn, um, and I, at this point, I think it's just. Where I get the most out of most of these social networks is through engagement now. I think a lot of us use it, and, and I'm totally guilty of this. I, I use it as a platform to broadcast content, um, and it's, you know, if I look at where I get the most bang for my buck, Facebook is the best at that at this point. Um, but um, where I get the most value from Twitter, where I get the most value from LinkedIn is just basic engagement, liking and commenting and sharing other people's things. Yeah, I agree, and it'll be interesting to see because we both have business pages to see how the you know, continually updating Facebook algorithms block that. Um, I have a feeling that to to get content out there, whether it's you, me, or anybody else, but to get content out there, you're going to have to spend more money sponsoring it. I mean, that's obviously Facebook's goal to to generate revenue, and I understand and respect that. But I think we're going to have to share a lot more on our personal pages, which now we're, we're blurring the line even more between personal and professional. Yeah. Not that that's a bad thing, uh, but it's something we have to, to get our arms around uh, and, and, and get comfortable with because people want to buy from the whole person. They want yeah. to know all about you. So it's not a bad thing to blend those two, but I still know people to this day who really, really resist that. Yeah. So I, I think the lesson really is just you do you. Right, you do you. I'll do me. <laughs> Stop yeah. telling me how to do me. That's absolutely. Least, that's my takeaway from it. And regardless of what social network we're on, because um, at the end of the day, the consumer has the you know I can block you, you can block me. If you don't like like what I'm doing, stop consuming me. Absolutely. Um, Let me ask you a question. What is your least favorite in terms of interface social network? Just in terms of your of interface, whether it's and let's let's talk about mobile interface. Okay. Which do you find the most wonky and clunky? And gosh, it stinks. You know, of the I mean, I I use Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Snapchat. Um, those are probably the four that I'm the most active on. Um, I would say, I mean, I'm sorry, this is a tough one for me because I, I I've gotten to a point where Facebook has. I'm struggling with Facebook um, mm -hmm. the most. Um, I can't seem to hide or block posts fast enough during this current campaign season. Um, I, I'm not interested in feeding my brain with hate. And so I don't, you know, it's the reason I don't watch the 11 o'clock news. And so Facebook, it, it, from, a, from an actual application standpoint, is, is fine. But I'm using it less and less because of all the, the vitriol. 
Um, and it doesn't matter about what, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, and uh, so, so honestly, I think LinkedIn would have been the answer historically, but I think their mobile app has gotten better. So um, those are the four I use, and, and I don't know that there's one that I totally love or hate worse than the others. Well, you just took a left turn and went on political posts for Facebook. <laughs> Any, anybody who's listening, seriously, I don't care if you're for Hillary Trent. Go ahead, say that again. Trumpin'. I don't care if you're for Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, or the dude running for the Libertarian Party who's going to get 6% of the vote regardless of what he believes in. Shut up! <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Because you know what? I've never, ever, no one has, not just me, I've never gone on Facebook and go, wow, there's a very salient point about the pros of Donald Trump being president. I think I'll change my mind. Or Hillary Clinton or whomever. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. You know, it's interesting. My parents raised me uh, to believe very, very early on, and I've tried to, to share this with my kids. I may not support who's president, but what I do support is I believe that they are doing what they believe is best for the country. Yes. Whether I agree with their politics or not, they love this country as much as I do. So, you know, I I don't believe that – I don't want to go on a political rant here, which means I'm about to (laughs) or maybe about to. Uh, I'm not going to. But I I think – Sharing that stuff on Facebook is just a bad idea on social media. You you end up you, people read so much into tone that may or may or may not be there. So that's beside the point. But I agree with you. I think Facebook. I think Facebook's uh, uh, iPhone uh, or their mobile apps pretty good. I find actually the worst mobile app to be uh, Twitter's. Really? I find Twitter's mobile app to be. It's hard to hard to do searches, hard to switch between two things. I'm searching. I have to constantly research. It doesn't save searches. It's 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 a little wonky. I'll, I'll give you an example. Last night was was the third the fourth of July. We're recording this on on Tuesday, and it was a lot of rain in my area. And so I was trying to figure out if the fireworks were canceled. And between you and me, I was hoping I was hoping they were canceled because I'd had a very long and busy day with the kids. Yeah, and I didn't want to go see more fireworks. Um, but we go to downtown Franklin, Tennessee, and I'm toggling back and forth between the Franklin Police Department, the city of Franklin, the Franklin Fire Department, waiting for someone to say either we're having fireworks or not having fireworks. And it just it drove me nuts trying to go back and forth between the two. Even though I created a couple different searches, I just find their mobile app a little little lacking in that area. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. That's fair. I uh, and I, I think and, and again, I think I'm a little bit old school. I prefer the desktop version of just about all of them. Um, but um, which is interesting when you consider that the world's going to more of a mobile environment. You think that the mobile client would be far more robust than they are for all of them. Yeah, right. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm sure there's certain limits, limitations within the, the programming for it, just the size of screen and all that sort of thing. But I think mainly just because I feel like I can compose my thoughts on responding and whatnot to um, on a full keyboard. But again, I'm a little old school that way. I think I would say we, we might be products of our generation because yeah, exactly. I still prefer the desktop version of the apps too. I feel like they're just it's easier to flip between the two and easier to share things and all that. I agree with you. Cool, man. Hey, can I ask you one other totally off topic? And I know yeah. we're, we're, we're getting close to 20 minutes, but I just am yep. curious to see totally off business, all that sort of thing. Kevin Durant going to Golden State. 
Um, I am intrigued, and I know this is a little bit off of a business thing, but yeah. I'll tie it back. But man, people are losing their minds over this now. You know, full disclosure: I'm a Cleveland Cavs fan, so right. I'm not that super pumped about it. But why so much hate? For for KD, I'm curious. You know, a couple things. Number one, I'm not a big basketball fan. Growing up in Texas, we had uh, the sports seasons we had were football and non-football. <laughs> so not a huge basketball fan. When it does come to professional bas- basketball, I, I do return to my roots and root for the Mavericks. I did see that Durant signed with uh, the Warriors, and you can't blame him. I think people... I think people get up in arms because they see a very small market team. I mean, any would any of us say that Oklahoma City is a big league town? And that's not a cut at Oklahoma City. No. I just don't see it as a major league sports town. I mean, I live in Nashville. We have the Titans and we have the, the NHL Predators. I don't think Nashville could support a major league baseball team or, or an NBA team. Right. So it's not a cut at it. So I think you, know, you see – Arguably one of the top three or four players in the league. Yeah. Argue, arguably, arguably number one, but certainly one of the top three or four leave. Man, what happens to Oklahoma City? Sure. What free agent is going to go there? Right. No, it's good. I, I, I don't know. I don't get the hate against the guy. You know, and who who could blame him for wanting to go get a, a ring somewhere? But well, it's it's intriguing to me just because I people the the vitriol I'm seeing about the idea of. Man, he's he's a he's weak because he's going to this already good team, and I you know it, it's funny because that is a that's a prevailing thought, and I, I I think it's so interesting that we we hold athletes to a totally different standard. Right. If, if you or I get the opportunity to go sell, go build a business with other rock stars, and they're willing to pay you a lot of money to join an already good team so that you can help make it better, and oh by the way, out of college we got to choose where we went. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like we would be applauded. Instead, they are vilified. I just I I think it's fascinating. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. You know, uh, I don't you know, they have such a limited time to earn money Mm. anyway. um, So I don't blame him at all. And I don't blame him for leaving Oklahoma City uh, either. So. Cool, man. Well, that's all I got. What do you? Anything else you want to for the good of the group? <laughs> no, no. But this, I, you know, just to, just to tease next week. This is the week I'm going to do my Uber driving. Yes. So, um, looking forward to that. I'm. Uh, I'll, if you're in Nashville this weekend on Saturday, so I guess it'll be tomorrow. This is usually posted on Friday. So if you're in Nashville on Saturday, July the 9th, uh, and you're attending the Guns N' Roses concert, anytime between about, uh, let's say, 1 in the afternoon till about 5, go ahead and open your Uber app and look for your old pal Bill, because I'm, I can be your Uber driver. I am so excited to hear about this. It's, it's I'm, so I'm excited, scared, and, and a whole bunch of emotions, but I actually think it'll be a lot of fun. So I will, that, that is something I will report on on the next uh, episode of our little show here. I love it. I love it, man. Well, thanks. Thanks for uh, humoring me today. This is good stuff and I'm enjoying it so far. And um, I guess I'll give one quick shout out. Anybody have any topics? So we've, we actually got uh, some, some suggestions last week. So more suggestions on topics for us to cover. We would love to hear them. Uh, the LinkedIn topic was actually one that was suggested. So bring it on so we can kind of have the conversation and keep it rolling. Absolutely. I want to say one more thing. Um, Wow, what great engagement and feedback we got on the yeah. Promotional Products Professionals page last week. Thank you very much. Um, you know, Hopefully, I think everybody got where we were coming from on that part of the discussion. So love that feedback. Love that engagement. So please keep it coming. So 
I'm good, Kirby. I'm done. I'm out. All right, brother. That's going to wrap up this edition of Unscripted. Bye. Thank you for joining us this week for Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. As always, Unscripted is brought to you by Promo Corner's Identity Marketing. You can visit them online at promocorner.com backslash identity dash marketing.